This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I cannot believe you posted that. That is behind the scenes stuff. When you say you're not coming to the studio until after 10.30, that means you're not coming until after 10.30, and that means the studio is mine, and I know that nobody's going to be here for when I film my little Greg, things. Greg, we, we're 50-50 on the studio. What's mine is yours when yeah, it comes to the studio. Yeah, but you said you weren't going to be here that early. What I was filming in there was just for my business, not something to be posted online. Oh, yes. It was an audition, right? I feel like I got caught in the shower or something. <laughs> what? Well, that, wait. I'm making this sound weird. Hello, everyone. You are this is Fun weird. Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And, uh... Real quick, as we do every day, remind everybody, pick up your Fun Employment Radio Network Party tickets now, funemploymentradio.com. Click on that link right there. In association with that, I've got another announcement that we're going to make later on in the show. Okay. It's a, it's a little announcement, but it's something that we've gotten a lot of emails about, and it's pretty cool. Oh, so, there's no such thing as a little announcement, Greg. It's not little, especially not. associated with this. <laughs> it's not little at all. It's large and in charge. And we'll explain that here in, in just a little bit. But get your tickets, funemploymentradio.com. There's also the discount if you're going to the Swashbucklers Ball, uh, also, which is on the Saturday following the listener party. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash pirate, and you can pick up a discount ticket to both of them. So pretty badass. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Damn it. So I, I can't really believe do- you posted this thing, because <laughs> seriously, that's... I should explain this. You need to explain it because I still don't quite know what I was witnessing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our I mean, it studio, was very, it looked very complicated. It was. It took a lot of work to put this together. So our studios in Southeast Portland, as we said, we've got a green room and then we've got our a studio. The green room connects to the studio itself. So it's, it's a nice, nice space. And a lot of times in the mornings, the space is empty. So, so I'll come in here and, you know, record things or... Do things. And as some of you know, I am also I also do some acting and things like that around town. I love I, how you I say it the, like even like you don't believe you. <laughs> you say like I do acting. Well, because I sound so douchey every time I say that. You no, do I'm an sound actor. douchey. Yeah, but it's I'm, what I'm doing. an actor. I'm a thespian. I know I never say thespian. No, that's stage actors. I'm not that kind of actor. Okay. I I'm uh, commercials. So I, I do that. Uh, I had one this morning, actually, Sarah, and then I've got another one tonight. Oh but I had seriously. Are you like trying to like sneak a little dig in to be yeah. like, see, I'm a real actor. Look, yeah. I, have, I have an audition. Pretty much. But I had an audition this morning that oh, I had Greg. to. I didn't have time. Not, not that I didn't have time, but it wasn't one where you go on location. It's one of the rare ones where they have you submit your audition. So I had to film myself. Uh huh. Going through the audition. So you film it and then you load it to like a private YouTube page and like you you film yourself like reading your lines Wait, or whatever. Wait, it's a private YouTube page? Can we listen to your audition? Hell no. I am not putting that up anywhere. <laughs> I can't, number one, because I would get in trouble if I did. Number two, this will never be made public. Not, no. Why? What was it? What did you have to do? Well, was there's about nothing bad calls? about it, but, it, but it's going to look, it's just me against basically a green screen. So here's the thing. 
our studio is kind of the perfect place for me to do it because it uh-huh. is literally a green room. So we have a green wall that's basically a green screen behind it, and it's next to our couch. So I came in this morning thinking, all right, I'll just set up my laptop, the webcam there. I'll aim it straight at me sitting on the couch. We'll get the green screen. It'll be the perfect shot. But here's the problem. First off, our table was a little too short. Uh-huh. So, Or maybe your Greg was a little too short. Well, that came in later. So the table, <laughs> the, the coffee table I was sitting on with the green screen to, the back, to my back, the coffee table in front of me was a little bit too short, so I had to raise raise my computer up to get the shot. And I had to raise it up quite a bit because I realized the couch was in the shot. So I ended up having to put a chair onto the coffee table uh-huh. and then rest the the laptop on top of that in order to get the shot. Problem there is I'm short. No. In case anybody doesn't know this about me, I'm a bit short. <laughs> Craig's a little on the small side. And because of that, when I put the, the computer on top of the table on top of the coffee table or the the computer on top of the chair on top of the coffee table I was too short so I had to I tried to angle it I tried to do anything I could but it didn't work so I had to figure out a way to boost myself up at first I tried the box with the uh, sweatshirts that are still here by the way if you ordered a sweatshirt um, send us an email and pick that up yeah and (laughs) so I tried to sit on that on the couch and then I was it was too wobbly so I was wobbling. I'm all really over enjoying this. this uh, so, how long did it take for you to like figure all of this out? Uh, uh, well, I ended up what I ended up doing was taking couch cushions and then chair cushions and piling those. But then I sunk down too much, so then I had to sit on books on top of that to get it to the right balance. Then the lighting was wrong, so I took a couple of our uh, like IKEA like pole lamps. Everyone things. knows what the IKEA lamps are. Yeah. The IKEA pole lamps, basically. Yeah, so yeah. I ba- had to balance two of those across the room to aim to get me lighting. <laughs> and then I was finally able to do it. It probably took me about a half hour to get that all oh, set up. wow. Because I had to problem solve each one of them. And then I had just finished my audition, and that's when, that's when you walked in, decided to see everything and ruin it. <laughs> And ruin my secret behind the scenes. You see me taking a picture. I'm like, all right, Greg's probably going to be mad at me for posting this, but he'll get over it once he sees how hilarious it looks. Well, the way the picture, yeah, (laughs) I I was, I had some words for Sarah. So this picture will be up at. Well, if you go to our, I'm trying to share it. uh, So Facebook has done this thing where you can't share the images for some reason. So if you go to our live listeners, for live listeners, yeah. So if you're a live listener now, go to our, um, or if you aren't a fan of us on Facebook yet, you should be. Right. Uh, So go to facebook.com/slash Fun Employment Radio, and there's a bit. I need to make that our cover photo, (laughs) (laughs) as I think a lot of people are. So this picture actually shows Greg with the IKEA lamps facing toward him, and Greg is not only sitting on one couch cushion, but two. Also on a stack of books, trying to prop himself up to be tall enough to be able to be in front of the green screen. Well, my system worked, so I'll tell you that. But uh, you can't. We'll, we'll put this at funemploymentradio.com on this episode. At, at this point, fuck it. The shame's already out there. Yeah, it's there. The shame has already been uh, been put out there for. How often are you doing this? Is this something that you do in here a lot? What I do in the studio in the mornings when nobody else is here is my business, because nobody else is here. Yeah. Are you in here doing auditions all the time? And I, I will say that's it? the first time I've had that kind of setup. Okay. No. I'm not very good. I don't have a lot of good camera equipment, so I have to use a laptop. And I, I try doing it at home, but it, it doesn't really work out very well. So I thought I would try it here, and that's, that's the system I came up with. I'm probably going to use that system again because it did kind of work. 
we'll see if I get the job. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you for not knowing that I was coming in early so that I was God able to witness it. that. See, these are the things, though. Like, that's that's behind – honestly, that's behind-the-scenes stuff. You were not supposed to post that. You're not supposed to post that. <laughs> you can't get mad at me. I'm not going to be mad at you, but it's – so you can't give any. So you had wait. You're like ramping up on this acting stuff because weren't you playing a doctor or something and something? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple days ago. Yeah. Were that you was a doctor voice, in though. this one? It was voiceover. Uh, no, this one. Uh, this one was something else. I'll say it. Um, I can say this. It had to do with the stock trade. With the stock trade. I was like a like a broker type person. Oh, I bet you were Weasley. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know my I know my type. I know what I can play. <laughs> Weasley. I can play Weasley. You know, I, I was once described by Grimm as what was it? They wanted me to audition for the um, the rat face, the untrustworthy drug. rat weasel like character, <laughs> Weasley looking. Yeah, that's how that's how Grimm picked me out to audition for that one. Still, I wasn't Weasley enough, I guess. But oh, Greg, uh, you've got to be a little bit more Weasley. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there's that, and then it, the, when this stuff happens, it just kind of it all happens at once. Then I'm I'm filming another thing downtown tonight, actually. Oh wow! Well, yeah. la di fucking da, la di da, la di da for me. Anyway, that's yeah. now I really do sound completely douchey, <laughs> and I realize this. And you've made me very uncomfortable having to talk about this stuff because that's not what I was going to talk about today. Well, Greg, I thought that you wanted people to know that you have a, a thriving, a thriving acting career. So I just wanted to make sure that people knew like all the all the hard work and effort you put into mm-hmm. by stacking couch cushions on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's the magic behind it, everybody. That's the magic. I sit on couch cushions everywhere. <sighs> Are you sitting on couch cushions now? No, I'm not. That okay. was a joke. All right. Let's do something else. Let's do World of Crazy or something. You're making me uncomfortable. Watch, they're going to see that picture and I'll get a call like, yeah, we were going to have you come in tonight. I know we booked you, but it's just not going to work out. It's not the image we're looking for. What, the short image? What would be so bad about that image? Sitting on... It just looks like you're you're working really hard to get the right shot. (laughs) I am very grateful that I got to see that in person. Oh, hello, my friends. Hi, Greg. Hi. Are you mad at me? No. Yes. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of the crazy. Crazy. Um, this is some very exciting news, and I actually was genuinely excited about this. Um, you know, Growing up, I was a fan of the Jetsons. Of course, did, we, did you watch the Jetsons? No, I didn't really watch the Jetsons because they were on a channel we didn't get. God damn it. You and like, the, the fancy the channels again? I grew up out in the country where we didn't have the option to even have cable because they didn't run cable out that far. They still don't where I grew up. So we, and there, of course, there was no satellite, so we didn't get this channel called whatever it was that had the Jetsons on it. I didn't it find out about a, the Jetsons until, you know, later on. It was and, on after, like, Scooby-Doo. It wasn't on a fancy channel. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. See, we only got that on Saturday mornings. That's when that one would come on because it wasn't on a lot of the times in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Didn't get those channels. No, I never saw the Jetsons until I was probably in high school at a friend's house, and I was like, ah, it's too late. I don't get it now. It was too late for me. Okay. Yeah. I really didn't see that conversation lasting as long as it did. Uh, I brought up the Jetsons because <laughs> it is now... So in the Jetsons, of course, they have Rosie, who is the... Um, she's like their maid. She's like their robot maid. Uh, you're saying, of course. I never saw the Jetsons, so I really I'm don't. I'm saying, of course, to any other human being on the planet. I know there was a... Meet uh, J- June, his wife? Or? Meet George Jetson. 
uh, daughter, Judy, Jane, his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's some kid or something. Yeah, and there's the kid. I can't remember the name of the kid, and I think the dog's name is Astro. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, uh, so they had a robot butler. Or a robot maid. And let me tell you this, Greg. Okay. In 2015, the world's for, uh, first affordable robot butler will be available for purchase. Robot butler. A like robot what kind of... butler. Okay. Now, this isn't a terrifying sentence at all. The first robot with a heart, and they put that in quotes, with a heart, is going on sale in the United States by next summer. So the robot, uh, its brand name is called Pepper, and so they call it Pepper. Uh, Pepper will be sold through a company called SoftBank uh, Sprint Stores. So Pepper began development uh, and is designed to be an affordable Android that can be used for both commercial and domestic needs. Needs, huh? So, but don't the Japanese like already have some of this stuff like this? Can you buy like little? I mean, like no. This Roombas, is the like, afford. This is like the affordable. Like, is it a full sized like with the uh, coil arms? Like, hello, welcome home. Nice to see you today. Yep, somebody just posted a picture in the chat of Pepper. That's it. Are you? Don't do it, Greg. Are you? Hello, welcome home, Greg. You look tall and are an amazing actor. See, that's the things I would program to say. So, how big is it? How tall is it? Probably as tall as you. So it's not that big. Uh, Pepper can converse with you, recognize and react to your emotions. So Pepper can tell if you're happy or sad, or if you're like excited about something or depressed. Pepper the robot will be able to understand what you're feeling when you're feeling it. Really? And act accordingly. Okay. Yes. Uh, so Pepper can translate um, the state you're in using knowledge of universal emotions, joy, surprise, anger, doubt, sadness, and uh, the ability to analyze your facial expressions, body language, and the words you use. Pepper can guess your mood and will even adapt to it. Well, how does it adapt to it? Does it, like, mimic it? Like, if I'm mad, Pepper's going to be mad? Maybe Pepper will give you a robot hug if you're sad. What if I don't want a robot hug? Maybe what if Pepper my needs will cry are different? You. What if my needs are different than that? No, so, all right. But will it, like, actually do something? Like, pick shit up and, like, yeah, do actual I mean, butler stuff? Will it answer dude, well, my door? Well, it's called a robot butler. I'm assuming that it does that kind of shit. Like, Pepper, get your ass in the bathroom and clean that shit up. You, you're already talking about Yes, Greg. Whatever you say. Yeah, so, okay, I could actually do this. So I could, like, sit there and yell at it and, like, take things out on it. What is wrong with you? You want a robot so you can abuse it? Yeah, it's not a person. You're going to be, with the great robot uprising, you're going to be one of the first people to die. Probably, but that'll be a while. I'll probably you're sitting here saying, you're declaring that you want to get a robot just so you can emotionally abuse it. <laughs> you're a horrible human being. Kind of. Isn't that something that everybody would no. want, though? Why not? I'd not want... It hurts no one. No person is hurt in the Pepper process. Pepper has a heart. It's going to be, Pepper will feel what you feel. Uh-oh. I'm empathizing with a robot. Yeah, see? You're the one they're going to control, not me. Like, get out of my way, toaster. Well, Pepper will be uh, available in the United States in 2015 for the rough cost of about $3,000. Not bad. Can I uh, make a Kickstarter or, ch- or crowdsource that? Dude, if I got between like, me, me spending $3,000 on a new car and me spending $3,000 on a robot, I would totally get a robot. Dude, I want to know some more things that it'll do, though. I wonder if it does dishes. Greg, we should totally save up and get a pepper for the studio. <laughs> for the coffee cups? No. No, that's a waste of pepper. Pepper would ride along with me. Pepper will live at my house. I wonder if you have a robot, like, you know, and it has a name, and it's with, like, can you go into, like, the, the lane where you have, like, two or more people? Would Pepper qualify as a human? Not in my book. 
Hmm. But like, if it communicates. Although, then again, you could put like a wig on it, like a mask. <laughs> We get pulled over. A wig and a Hello, mirror. officer. I'm <laughs> just riding with my husband to Washington. Or something like that. I wouldn't with call my, my wife. Husband? I wouldn't call my wife, though. But what I mean, are you going to be doing to this poor robot? First, you're beating it, then you're having it call you its husband? Or you're its husband? I can do whatever I want. It's not a person. You're an awful human being. Anyway, so you can purchase a pepper in 2015. And that's what I want. Uh, if anyone wants to buy me one, I would totally take a pepper. Next up, Greg, of course, we all remember the great potato salad fiasco. Oh, that was the Kickstarter where he the, said to make potato salad. He yeah. wanted to raise $10 for a potato salad. He yes. ended up raising over $55,000. So the man who jokingly sought $10 uh, from a crowdfunding website to pay for his first attempt at making potato salad is making good on his promise... To throw a huge party that he is calling Potato Stock. Oh, boy. This guy's name is Zach Brown. He's what, planning... What was the dollar amount again? $55,000. God. He made 55 fucking thousand dollars. You know what I could do with $55,000? I could live the rest of my life comfortably on $55,000, I think. Yeah. 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 I could also or at buy... least a couple... Like, at least a few years. Oh, easily. Yeah. I could yeah. also buy 15 peppers, and then I could start my army. Another thing I could do with it. Or live, eat, pay my bills. Nah. With an army of peppers, you don't have to pay bills. Oh, I didn't think about this. Anyway, And yes. they'll all be, like, so sad because you're abusing them in <laughs> apparently more ways than one. I'd develop a hierarchy and turn them on themselves so they'd each work to try to please me. To earn my approval. You are disturbing in so many ways. I've They're seen all, a lot of movies. You want the pepper robots fighting to please you? To, no, well, for my you approval. You just said that. You just said that. You said fighting to please you. I don't think they're that kind of robots. No, I don't mean like that. I like how you're assuming that pepper's a, a, a female, too. <laughs> pepper can be whatever I want pepper to be. Anyway, talk about potato salad. Uh, Zach Brown is planning on potato stock 2014 and all ages charity. I like it says charity minded, which is going to be who knows how much he's going to give to charity. Uh, it's a charity minded party, this, which is happening this Saturday. If you live in Columbus, Ohio, this is happening. Charity minded. Charity minded. Fuck you, Zach Brown. Uh, Just chari- say what it is. You're like, <laughs> I made a bunch of money from a bunch of suckers and now I'm going to have a party for it. So uh, it's happening Saturday in downtown Columbus featuring bands, food trucks, uh, beer vendors, potato sack races, and, of course, potato salad. Uh, His effort on Kickstarter in early July to buy potato salad ingredients took on a life of its own. As the amount grew, uh, the 31-year-old eventually raised uh, $55,492. The Idaho uh, Potato Commission and corporate sponsors have donated supplies for Brown and his volunteers to whip up 300 pounds of potato salad for the event. He didn't even use the money that he raised to make the potato salad. Did you just hear that? Corporate sponsorship is paying him for giving him the ingredients for the potato salad. Wow. Oh. So does he say what the charity is right. in charity minded? So it's reported that Zach Brown has partnered with the Columbus Foundation to start an endowment that will aid charities to fight hunger and homelessness. Could you be more fucking vague? Yep. Fight hunger and homelessness. They're going to give him the leftover potato salad. That's about it. <laughs> All right, have at it. You guys have five minutes. Eat up. Eat as much potato salad as you can. And they're just going to take it away from them. 
All right, so they're saying that he, they, he's starting yeah, a foundation. Uh, the fund will have potential way after the potato salad is, is forgotten. So supposedly he's starting a foundation to feed hungry people and house homeless people. Bastard. He is a bastard. Zach Brown is a bastard. I mean, he's a smart one. It, it worked, I guess. I don't know if smart's the right word. It's not smart. Lucky. Intelligent. Yeah. No, lucky is the word. Yeah. There isn't intelligent. That just happened to be... It happened to be a slow news day, mm-hmm. and somebody decided that it would be hilarious to give someone money for a potato salad campaign. A lot of people thought it would be funny. What could I make? I don't. We've talked about this. Remember? I make good tacos. Uh, what? I make buffalo burgers with blueberries in them. Oh my god! I hate the way you say blueberry. Why? I don't know, but I hate it when you blueberry. Say, you say it like you sound like your lips are all like blueberry. Blueberry. Yeah. That's how you say it. How would you say it? Blueberry. Blueberry. No, I, I don't like the way you say blueberry. There's nothing wrong with the way I say it. I've always thought that. I feel like <laughs> this is a moment of truth. Blueberry. That's not muddle. I'm not muddling my words. They're perfectly clear. Perfectly clear. Blueberry. Uh, next up, a cross-country flight from Boston to Los Angeles had to make an unscheduled landing in Omaha, Nebraska, because one of the passengers was caught allegedly... What was he doing? He's in the bathroom. Was he, uh... Furiously masturbating! Okay. Douglas... I just wanted you to say it. I just like this, too, because this guy's name is Douglas Adams. Really? <laughs> Not that one. Douglas Adams, 26 years young, was removed from the Virgin Airlines flight he was on Monday after the plane made an emergency landing uh, because of a patient uh, having what they were calling a medical emergency. Witnesses say that Douglas Adams had a hospital bracelet on his wrist and appeared to be on drugs. A police report stated that Adams uh, started furiously masturbating mid-flight and later tried to open the exit door. Of course, they always do. Um, So people that were sitting... So so he's he's going to town, realizes people are upset about this, and decides, well, I'm just going to make an exit right now. Surprise! Bam! Oh, but you can't open those. Well, uh, a couple of Los Angeles-based filmmakers were sitting in front of him, and they said that they kept hearing Douglas Adams mumbling over and over again about trying not to be violent, and now he didn't <laughs> want to be a violent person. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, one of the guys said, we were sitting right in the row in front of him. We were both starting to get increasingly concerned as he kept talking about violence. <laughs> uh, the situation seemed to escalate after Douglas Adams returned from the restroom. When he came back from the bathroom, he sat back down. He started arguing with the woman next to him, saying he didn't want to sit next to her. He got back up, told the attendant he wanted her to move, and at that point they paged to see if there was a doctor on board. Uh, a doctor took Adams' blood pressure, and the flight crew uh, cleared a row in the back of the plane and isolated Douglas Adams from other passengers. He, at this point, started fidgeting around and began oh, removing... fidgeting's never good. <laughs> Rooting around down there. Uh, before, after that, after the fidgeting, he began to remove the plastic covering from the emergency exit door, trying to pull the door open... Jesus. Fortunately, there were a couple of Boston police officers on the flight uh, that were there to help. Uh, That's when they realized they weren't going to make it to Los Angeles after all, and they had to land in Omaha. Uh, Douglas Adams was taken to the hospital for observation. The rest of the passengers were able to rebook their flights to Los Angeles. This keeps happening. Why does this keep happening? I don't know, Greg. We live in troublesome times. Also, did I not warn you? I've warned everybody on the plane. You're on a plane with like 300 and some people. You know one of those people is fidgeting. One of them's fidgeting around down there. At least one. One of the ones maybe going to the bathroom. Maybe it's the guy next to you. Maybe it's the guy two rows up that looks a little suspicious. Maybe he has the row to himself. 
No two people next I to him. I just don't. One of them is fidgeting. I don't look at anybody else on a plane. I don't want to know if anyone's fidgeting. Well, you don't want to know. this. That's no, good, I don't want to well, know. Well, you're, you're following a good example. You don't want to look at anybody, and you don't want to talk to anyone on a plane because one of them is going to be a fidgeter. One of them's going in the bathroom. They're so rooting around. So fidgeting is code for masturbating? Now, that's what it's going to be now. Yeah, they're fidgeting Who's around seriously fidgeting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> rooting around. All right, I do have one more story. This one made me laugh just because of the headline. A woman who allegedly chewed up and ate the backseat of a police car after she was arrested could be facing up to five years in jail. She chewed through it? She Aren't they like leather or plastic? They're leather. She ate a police one, car chair in the back. The, the one I was in in college was uh, plastic. Why were you in a police car? Uh, got buddy of mine got pulled over. Perhaps I was 19. Perhaps I... Or 20. Maybe I'd had a couple of drinks. Some, a couple of beers accidentally You have a record? I, I mean, I guess, for a minor in possession. Oh! <gasps> I didn't know that I was in business with a criminal. It's pretty, pretty bad stuff. Pretty bad stuff that I was involved in. Yeah, no, I was sitting in the... I've told this story before. I was sitting in the backseat of a car. The guy got... My buddy got pulled over. And the cops started shining the lights in the backseat. Asked for IDs. We didn't have ID. Well, we were... We, we tried to not give him IDs. He made us get out of the car. And we... Both me and my other buddy were clearly intoxicated. Like, not falling down drunk but we'd clearly smelled like booze we'd had a couple of beers and uh then he told my uh, my friend who was driving he's like okay you can go and left us on the side of the road side of this highway outside of corvallis where he saw my buddy had a like a spiked belt on and he's like what's that for tying up your girlfriend that's what oh the cops yeah, said. yeah i do remember you saying that that's creepy yeah, it was creepy he left us out there and then i was Ew, like what an asshole friend to leave you out there oh no he didn't want to get in trouble he's like okay i'm gone i mean there's a cop oh, busting true. us we're already busted we're a lost cause so he might as well get out of there yeah i didn't hold anything against him yeah and then i told the guy i was like well i really have to go to the bathroom like i understand we're getting a ticket can i walk over in the field he's like you do i'll write you up for public urination i'm like well Write the ticket because I can't uh, just do it. I'm not going to piss my pants. Yeah, I'm like, just write the ticket then. And he didn't write it, but he, he was an asshole. Anyway, but then he, he did give us a ride and it was a plastic seat. That was another story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe because he gets a lot of peers back there because he's going to write them, he threatens to write them tickets. Yeah, and won't let him pee. That's, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, obviously you're going to have a problem with that. Well, this And it woman... wasn't an arrest. It was a citation. Oh. It wasn't like in handcuffs or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, this woman is facing up to five years in jail because she decided to eat the backseat of a police car. Now, this woman's name is Stacy Spence. She is 42. Uh, Police had responded to reports that she had doused a couple with pepper spray and was screaming at them while trying to spray them with pepper spray for no reason. When the the police officers arrived, they found her highly intoxicated, kicking, fighting, and screaming profanities. Oh, that's the worst kind. They decided to put her into the back of the police car. It wasn't until uh, they got to the uh, detention facility in Idaho that police realized she had gnawed through the upholstery and the foam cushioning. That's kind of tough, actually. I mean, think about it. If you wanted to gnaw through, like... Like even gnawing through this chair, I mean, I'm looking, yeah. like, I wouldn't. Be, I don't think I'd be able to do. I that. I don't think I'd have the power to do that. Yet. No. Anyway, she was able to gnaw through the upholstery and the foam cushioning in the back seat of the patrol car, um, which is, I guess, a bigger deal than it seems because she's facing five years in jail. So uh, this is a felony charge. She's facing five years in jail for what, linked damaging for damaging police property. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, she remains in custody with a bail set at $40,000. Dang. I'm guessing there's not a lot of people jumping forward to pay for her to get for out of jail. For some reason, she's still sitting there. That's not someone you want to be stuck in a cell with, though. They have the ability, to the uh, chew choppers, through. to yeah, chew through upholstery. Oh, no. No way. You'll wake, no. Up, you'll wake up, they'll be right on your nose or something like that. Oh, no. gross, Greg. Well, I'm saying, that's no. another reason not to go to jail, kids. Thanks for the life lesson, Greg. Yeah. Mind your P's and Q's. There you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. All right. There, there. I forgot all about that guy. Man, he was an ass. Which one? The cop? Yeah. Oh, he was just an asshole. Because then my, my friend also uh, said to him, you know, after this, this cop was like giving a shit and he's giving us tickets and it's like, okay, you busted us. We're getting our ticket. But just kept on, kept on railing on us. And uh-huh. finally, uh, my buddy Dane was like, look, didn't, um, he's like, do you like to drink beer to the cop? And the guy's like, hell yeah. And, uh, and Dane, Dane said, um, oh, so, so. But you never drank before you were 21. He's like, no, no, I never drank before I was 21. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, dude, wow. Obviously, yeah. I'm not saying all police are like that in Corvallis, but we got a special one that day. No, it's a small town folk. Yeah, he was the one on the working South Corvallis, which is probably not as lucrative. <laughs> I don't know the difference of is South Corvallis. It's uh, a like- little more rural section. We had a buddy that worked at a bar out there. That's why we were there. Okay. I mean, we were at a house out there. That's why we were out there. Uh, I was having beers at a house out there. Terrible thing to do. Don't do that. Don't drink underage kids. I'm Greg (laughs) Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It is a potpourri of balls today. A little smattering. A little bit of this. Gross. A little bit of that. I'll say this. um, Derek Jeter. We've played his last game at Yankees Stadium, Sarah. Uh oh. The uh, yep, Derek Derek Jeter, old number two. Moving on, and the Yankees aren't in the playoffs, which is kind of awesome. So that's uh, that's about it. I'm done talking about Derek Jeter. I'm glad it's his final year. Yeah, it's been Derek Jeter all year long. Like I don't follow baseball very much, but that seems to be about all I hear. Derek Jeter. No, I am too. He he's boring. I'm glad that you're not going to talk about him anymore. He's not boring to the ladies in New York. That's what you always say, and I just don't get it. It's because I see all those posts all the time. Because famously, what he does when he breaks up, allegedly anyway, when he breaks up with a with a girl, he gives them a gift basket with some signed baseballs oh, and yeah. like Jeter memorabilia. That's kind of hilarious. All right, moving on to ball talk. There is scandal and uproar. Oh, scandal! Over this. So, Bill Simmons. Do you know who Bill Simmons is? I do not. Is he a cousin of Richard Simmons? No, he is not. Okay. He is a commentator on uh, ESPN. He's kind of a a media mogul in his own right. Wrote a book on basketball. Very opinionated guy. But he also has a podcast. Works for ESPN, but he has his own podcast. And on his podcast, he allegedly called Roger Goodell. Do you know who that is? I do not. Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL. Okay. Little quick backstory. So... You, I think we all know about the Ray Rice thing. Who Ray Rice is? Ray oh Rice. yeah, Ray Rice was the player for the Baltimore Ravens. He's the one that punched his wife in the face. Yep, there's okay. a video of him punching his wife in the face in the elevator. And uh, at first, the NFL didn't really suspend him. It was like two games or something, and then they came back and banned him for life. After everybody was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Because uh, the NFL, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, claimed that he never saw the video of Ray Rice punching his wife in the elevator. 
And then when that came out, then he had to say, oh, well, now that I've seen this, as yeah. though that made a difference whether you see video or not. Exactly. punched his wife in the face. Um, then they came back and suspended him. Well, there's a lot of speculation and a lot of information coming out saying they had seen it. They had seen the video. It re- to me, it doesn't matter whether they had. He still should have been suspended for yeah. at least a season. But um, What's if you don't have to see it? That means it didn't happen? Like, Yeah, that's kind of what it is. So Bill Simmons came out on his podcast, his opinion, and he called Roger Goodell a liar. I believe he used some profanity in it as well, um, his show, and uh, said that you know if he had seen it, he thinks he's lying, thinks that he made it up, that he hadn't seen it, and all that stuff. Whatever. That's the same thing a lot of people are saying, mm. is that Roger Goodell was lying about it. However, since he works for ESPN, ESPN came out and ended up suspending him for three weeks. Three weeks is what he was just suspended for. Uh, from ESPN Force calling Roger Goodell, the commissioner of a different company, a liar. What? Yeah. That's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Well, ESPN knows where they get their money. And so they decided to go. It's it's really bad. There's a lot of people. And Bill Simmons has said some dumb shit before. He's, he's kind of a moron sometimes. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's his opinion on his podcast. And it's the same thing a lot of people are saying. And uh, yeah, actually, Roger Goodell probably is lying. All the information says that He's lying about yeah. it. And, but yet, he's being suspended for three weeks. Hmm. Yeah. All right, so, that's funny. I, I heard some people talking about the, those names yesterday. Yeah. And I was wondering what they were talking about, and now I know. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's being uh, said in the chat. Tony said he also said, I dare ESPN to suspend me. He did uh, He did make reference to it. I don't think he said explicitly that, but it was It was pretty much, he was like, Like yeah, taunting them a little? Taunting them a little bit, yeah. which probably didn't go well. Three weeks is a long time. All right, moving on to ball talk. Let's uh, let's skip along here. We have got a couple of things. Skip along on your merry way. Yeah. Well, the Derek Jeter thing. The, the one thing I was going to talk about. I hate to go back to it, but I did have this story, and that's why. I, I thought you said we were done talking about Derek Jeter, Greg. Fine. I'll just tell you this: you can get a pair of his used socks <laughs> for four hundred nine dollars ninety nine cents, sir. One sock. That's one sock. Four hundred nine dollars. You can buy one of Derek Jeter's socks. Is he selling them? Some of this is him selling them. Some of it is the Yankees selling stuff. So the socks themselves are worth $15 a pair, but with Jeter, it's worth you know uh, over $800. You can also buy a base signed by him for $10,000 to $12,500. You can buy a game-worn uniform with uh, dirt and grass. Let me guess. 30000 a little less. You can get a bargain then for you. Twenty five. Twenty five grand. I was going to say twenty five, and then I went for thirty. Should have gone with my first. Instinct. That would be a bargain for you. All right. So anyway, those are some of the things that are coming out about that. Uh, moving on in ball talk, I said it was appropriate balls. Here's one of the weirdest ones, the weirdest stories that I've heard in a long time. This comes out of Ghana. Yes, Ghana, where there is a and again, you know, I don't know a whole lot about soccer. But I, I can say this. Apparently, this guy is a big star. His name's Asamoa Gayan. Okay. Probably not pronouncing his name right, but that's how it looks like how it's spelled. Asamoa Gayan. And this guy's a big, big soccer star. He is, this has been an ongoing thing because of the fact that he was buddies with this rapper by the name of Castro. I think he's a, a Ghanaian rapper. Okay. Ghanaian? I don't, why are you looking Ghanian. at me? I can't pronounce Ghanian. anything. I don't know. Ghanaian. Uh, Ghanaian rapper named Castro. While these two were buddies, they went on a vacation together with a couple of other people where they went jet, or, yeah, jet skiing out in the ocean, all this stuff. And Castro, the rapper, ended up missing. 
So he came up missing while they were out on the trip. And, uh, you know, the biggest speculation was, you know, he was out on a jet ski in the middle of the ocean. And they never, I don't even know if they ever found the jet ski for it. Anyway, they think, they just assume that he drowned. And, uh, because he was not wearing a life vest and all that stuff. But because they never found a body, there started to be this rampant, crazy speculation that Guyan, the soccer player, had sacrificed Castro. What? Sacrificed him in a human sacrifice in some kind of a ritual. That's what the rumor mill started spreading Talking about in God. Going from like zero to 100, seriously? <laughs> like, yeah. It's a sacrificial ritual. It's so much so that journalists kept asking him about it. He ended up a couple of weeks ago, I was going to talk about this story. He had his brother and a gang of dudes uh, meet the journalist who kept questioning him about the human sacrifice, uh, beat up a reporter, <laughs> or his brother did. Supposedly, he had nothing to do with it. And uh, and it's been going on. Well, it's happened so far. It's turned into such this giant kerfuffle in Ghana that he just had to have a uh, a big press conference saying that he did not kill Castro for sacrifice or otherwise, and uh, that he is you know upset that his friend is gone and all of these. Yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. How shitty would that be if your friend disappears and all of a sudden people think that you sacrificed <laughs> you him? sacrificed him? <laughs> sacrificed him. So that is uh, that is the big rumor there in uh, in, in West Africa and Ghana. So um, finally in ball talk, I'll go to this one. These are just kind of weird random random ones. I'll do this. This is where uh, one more thing about soccer, and this is Europe. Manchester United fans need to stop before they become Europe's Cleveland. Let me let me explain this. <laughs> Say that again. Manchester United fans need to stop what they're doing. Before they become Europe's Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland Cavs fan. So we all know when the Cleveland Cavaliers, when LeBron James so sadly left them several years ago to go to Miami, that they before that happened, they put up all the banners and they sang a song about it and they tried to tried to get LeBron to stay there and then he left and they were heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And then of course now he just came back. So he actually did. I'm still year. I'm still shocked that he's there. Well, this is how Manchester United fans feel about Cristiano Ronaldo. So Ronaldo used to play for Manchester United. However, he now plays for Real Madrid. He left there a few years ago. It was some gigantic record amount of money. I don't even know. Millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, whatever it is. He makes a lot of money. Okay. And so now he plays for Real Madrid. I guess he left there for in 2009. Well, Manchester United fans have not forgotten their fondness for Cristiano Ronaldo. And during one of Real Madrid's matches against a different team, not even Manchester United, a team in Spain, this group of fans, the Manchester United supporters called United Real, shelled out 3,000 pounds for a plane to fly over the game saying, come home, Ronaldo. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, that is just pathetic. They paid 3,000 pounds for a plane to fly over a game where their team isn't even playing with a sign that just says, Come home, Ronaldo. Come. Ronaldo, we miss you. Well, he is very nice to look at. I can see I, why they miss him. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. He is quite dreamy. Yes. Perhaps he's Europe's Derek Cheater. I don't know. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> being pleaded with by Manchester United fans to come home. <laughs> Please, Please come, come home, home, Ronaldo. We miss you so much. So I'm sure that's going to work out very well for them. 3,000 pounds well spent. 
more people wasting their money just like they do on potato salad. That you could have spent 3,000 pounds on buying a pepper. Yeah, they could have. They could have mm. bought a robot and trained it to beat Ronaldo. <laughs> Literally beat him. That's possible. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Come home, Ronaldo, please. We still love you. I we can't... still love you. What? We still love you. Are, are you trying to do a British accent? Yeah, I was trying to. That was what was that? That was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. check. We still love you, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, come home. Please come home. All right, there. Now I'm going to stop that for now. All right. Got a couple of things. A uh, couple of things here left. So I said at the beginning of the show I was going to announce one thing. Yes, tell and me. That is this. Finally up because I realized when we announced that this was going to happen that I, the website actually wasn't working. So I have fixed this. So at the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party, November 14th, get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Go there now. Get your tickets. Go there. Get your tickets. We, of course, will be having a reunion of Courage. Courage, the band. <laughs> My band. Our Griffin, band. Spinal Tap. I, I meant all of us, not yeah, mine. It's the, it's the royal It's wheeze. everyone's band. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a damn good time. It's a fun show. But I realized our music was not up anywhere, and uh, there was no pictures for people to want to know who, do, who maybe have never heard Courage or don't understand it. There's no place for them to go. Then I remembered we have a fine sponsor in Squarespace. Yes, squarespace.com, where you can go and get a professional, clean, nice-looking website. You can make it yourself. Templates to use. It's easy, drag and drop. All of these things. It's, it makes it so nice. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Courage doesn't have a site. Squarespace is a sponsor. Let's combine the two. So I went to squarespace.com and used the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT for 10% off, which I did. I know you did. <laughs> uh, used that for 10% off, offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT, and created CourageMusic.com. Now, it's a work in progress, but it, what you have right there for right now. It looks good. You've got, thank you. Uh, that's thanks to Squarespace. Mm-hmm. You can go there. You can read some of the history of Courage. You can read, uh, you can also listen to all of the, all of the tracks. That's almost everything recorded. It doesn't have the live stuff on there, which eventually I'm going to put all the live stuff up, including we have an entire live concert DVD that's a, an hour and a half. I'll put that up there, too. So this is all available right now for free to listen to. Those two aren't. But, yes, you can listen yeah. to all the albums uh, right now for free. So you can learn the songs so you can sing along. Learn the songs. There's our music video for Rock and Roll Rodeo is up there. That's all at CourageMusic.com. And there's a link right from there, multiple links, to go ahead and buy your tickets. So buy your tickets Go see Courage at the Fun Employment Radio 5-Year Anniversary Party. I am getting so excited. In, yeah, oh, me too. CourageMusic.com. And that is uh, thank you to Squarespace, who I made that Makes you look fancier out. than you are. Yep, pretty much. Well, we're not done. Oh. What are you, what's going on there? I Sarah? don't know. I don't know, Nice. Slow your roll. We've got something we have to talk about here. Oh, Jesus. Because, yes, Courage is going to be performing at this, and it's somebody's Slow special birthday. Slow your roll. Slow your roll there, Missy. <laughs> And that is this drummer, Stone Brooks, known as Murky Bongwater. In oh. Courage, that is his that is his name. In Courage, best name ever. Uh, Stone's going to be flying in from Virginia, and today is Stone's birthday. Oh my goodness, it's a national it, holiday. It is Stone's birthday today, and I just want to say happy birthday to you, good sir. And in honor of that, so this is our five year anniversary, and Stone has a company out there in Virginia called uh, McKay Used Books. And they were the very first sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Like the very first they one. They were? So I thought in honor of that, in honor of Stone's birthday, we'll play some Elvis after this, but maybe we'll play this original ad that aired on Fun Employment Radio 
Like probably within the first week. I think so. Yep. Yeah, do it. Oh, I love this ad. So here's Stone Brooks, McKay Used Books. And now a message from McKay Used McKay Books. McKay Used Books. Do you have used books, movies, CDs, or video games that you don't read, need, or use? Yes. Then McKay Used Books is the place for you. Awesome. At McKay Used Books, you can buy, sell, or trade used books, movies, CDs, and video games. Yes. Bring in your stuff to purchase other items with in-store credit that has no expiration date. Use your credit for one-at-a-time purchases, all at once, or even give it away. McKay Used Books is located at Manaport Plaza, Manassas, Virginia. Manassas, Virginia! Call us at 703-361-9042. McKay Used Books! That was books. glorious. <laughs> I forgot how much I love that. Also, that is in Manassas, Virginia. Also for you, Stone. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Happy Hot birthday, Stone. Right. I'm looking so looking forward to seeing you. Uh, it's being asked in the chat, did this commercial ever run in... Uh, it in, did. In Manassas, Virginia. It did. Stone bought a huge amount of advertising there where this ad played. <laughs> I guess a lot of people liked it, and then some people were very confused. Uh, but it was. It but it got play. people in. Oh, it got people in. I remember yeah. them saying people would come in very confused about the commercial. Yeah. Like, we heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. For listening in to Fun Employment Radio, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. I know we keep harping on uh, getting your listener tickets, but please do it. I mean, we put five years into this, and we want to put on a great show for mm. you, and we want you guys to see it. It's going to be awesome. And uh, get them ahead of time because there's only there's only so many. So funemploymentradio.com, click on that link right there to get your tickets. We Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Guys and Balls. Guys and Balls. Right here on the network. And after this show, if you're a live listener, we're going to play, because Geek in the City didn't do a live show last night, but Aaron has actually sent me over uh, their their episode for this week with a bunch of interviews and stuff that happened during Rose City Comic Con. We're going to play that right after this episode of Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. So if you guys listening live, you can uh, you will get to do that. All right. You guys are the best. The best. Yeah. Can't say enough good things. We appreciate it greatly. Squarespace.com. Use the F code Fun Employment. Okay, Greg. That's enough. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, yeah, and that picture will be up on the website as well. Yes, yes, it will be. You and your booster suit. Uh, if you're at a fancy bar downtown, you might see me there tonight. Oh. Uh, have fun being fancy, Greg. Yep. That's what I do. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. I got bike. Oh, wait. What? We're going to be going a little bit later tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, we're going to be uh, doing our show on xray.fm at 1 p.m. live. So we'll be live for Fun Employment Radio at about 2.30. So 2.30 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow, Friday, uh, November, or excuse September 26th. September 26th. Yes. We'll be going at about 2.30 p.m. So that's of note for everybody. Live Fun Employment Radio, 2.30 p.m. We'll be live on X-Ray at xray.fm at 1 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow. All right, there we go. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.